Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I am joined by my co-host Keith House Spears, aka Hi Key. What's up, winners? Yeah, it's just me and you. I know it's been a minute. It, we've <laughs> been on a runner with yeah, these guests. We've had some ballers come through. We've had some people give ton of good advice, ton of life lessons, ton of stories. You know, like even the behind the scenes, the stuff that they don't get to hear has been fun. Just connecting with everyone. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a treat. Yeah, we had what did we do four podcasts last week. Yeah, like in two days. Yeah, and a lot of them came by the office. That's a, um, a benefit of living in Las Vegas. Yeah, right? yeah, that was definitely cool. I mean, one one of them was like on a press release, so you know they'll yeah. they'll hear about that one later. But uh, yeah, it was it was really fun. So yeah, I yeah. Can't, I can't even pick a favorite. Yeah, I know that's really hard for me to do too. <clears throat> And that's where the episode today that Keita and I want to talk about is kind of wrapping a bow on what we've talked about, but also applying to the real world and business and lessons and information, right? There's just so much information out there and, and we want to help you guys be able to make better decisions. And, and that's a big reason why we do this podcast, right? To be able to give back to you guys and just keep, keep this thing running. And for us to have our cups filled and also us to get the value is you guys just sharing this with a friend, you guys giving us a review, you guys giving us five stars, you know, that allows our podcast to, to reach more people. You know, Kita and I, we're competitive. We, we want to see this podcast, you know, get up there with the, the top of the top. So um, that's where we rely on you guys. So again, we're not here to sell you a bunch of shit. We are here to just add value. So let's, let's get to it. So when Kita and I were talking about the episode today, we want to talk about how you guys can be better off in the future. And it's very simple. The decisions you make today, the people you get in the business with today, the vendors that you work with, the money that you spend today is going to dictate where you are three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. And, you know, Kita and I have, have been in the trenches, you know, dealing with this business, fun shit, bullshit, fun game, however you want to call it. Uh, the new word I've been using a lot, Kita, is fuckery. And I really like that word just because I've been associating it with running a 30 mile run, a 40 mile run. And it's just a lot of fuckery, like mm -hmm. highs, lows, like you're learning a lot about yourself and that's business, mm -hmm. right? There's great days. There's, there's days like today where it's like, what the fuck? Right. And I know you guys feel it too, right? There's days where you're stressed out, but a lot of it is self-inflicting wounds, right? The choices that you're making and how can you make better choices? Well, one I think it's really important that you ask better questions. And that's where I've fallen short before, Kita, is just not asking critical enough questions, being that devil's advocate. And I think most people are wired to always think about the best case scenario. I feel right? like most people aren't. I feel like you are an optimist and most of us crazy entrepreneurs think of, well, if we do this, this, and this rise, we're gonna get a fucking home run. You know, like you, you put all the pieces together that you know, everything that could go right and you know what the outcome will look like. And I feel like most people actually, you know, most normies is, you know, like people that don't think like this, they think of everything that goes wrong and that's why they never try to accomplish any of their goals. So, I mean, I think anyone who's listening to this podcast probably already thinks of all the situations on how they can hit all the situations that can hit home run, all the situations that could have been right. So I think that is why critical questions in having to reframe in what if this doesn't go right? What if it doesn't go as planned? Because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we do count on ourselves so much that we kind of feel like we can do anything. So we oftentimes don't take that worst case scenario. And I know we've done that and made early mistakes in business 
doing that exact same situation. Yeah. So what do you think? So let's just get to a point where people can accept, man, I have trusted the wrong people. I have thought about things where it's only going right. And I haven't played devil's advocate. I haven't thought about some of these things that could go wrong. Like where does someone like that start? What could they do better? I mean, shoot, that's a, that's a great question right there. What can go wrong? Pro and con list. We've been doing that since high school, you know, college, if you went to college, you know, a SWOT analysis, you're breaking down what's the pro, the strength or the weakness pro or con. And that's all you'd have to do in certain situations. What can go wrong? What, what's a motivation for the other party to uh, act a certain way when we're talking about business partnerships, you know, what, what motivates them? What motivates the other party and how could that be a detriment to me? Or how could it be a positive? You need to weigh these things on a scale. So that's one thing that you'd, you'd want to do. Second thing is I don't make decisions just by myself a lot. I like to bring in other people. So that would be probably one of the things that helps me filter bullshit is having a good confidant or a mentor that you can go to that you can pose questions about your business, about your personal life, where you get maybe an unbiased or a biased opinion that's just different from yours. Yeah. Dude, as you're saying that, I just thought about this gem I want to drop and I'm already calling my own shot. Maybe it's not as big of a gem as I think, but have you ever heard about the thought process of people that are always thinking about how can this person screw me over? They think that way because they've screwed other people over. And I'm at a point where if I would have asked that question, how can this person screw me over earlier in the game, I would have made better decisions but I didn't think that way because that's not who I am, right? For the people that know me, I'll, I'll make a mistake. I will fuck up, but it's not out of malice, right? So I think if people start thinking that way more, I know I'm going to start thinking about that more often, whether, and, and maybe I, we can reframe it. It's not, how can this person fuck me over? It's what could go wrong. But man, just looking back at some of my failed partnerships, some of my failed deals, some of the things that went wrong is man, how can this person take advantage of me? And not from a standpoint of, let me ask that question because I take advantage of people all the time. So if I take advantage, I screw people over, they're going to do the same thing. So let me think about how they're going to do it. No, it's just real life. Unfortunately, people change. Greed sets in. Maybe they make bad choices and all of a sudden they got to cover their losses and they got to make bad choices that affects you, right? So, you know, I, I think those two questions kind of go hand in hand, you know, what could go wrong, but also how could this person take advantage of me? Cause that's real life. I think that was a great point. And it goes back to entrepreneurs oftentimes think in very, very positive things. And it just goes to a very important factor that helps determine and make decisions. You ask Elon Musk, you ask, you know, Jeff Bezos, you ask Bill Gates, these people are going to make decisions very differently from you and I. And there's a quote that I love that says, the people who are where you want to be have made more decisions than you. Very simple. They've made way more decisions than you and acted on those decisions. <clears throat> but I said that to say is there's idealism, like where you think idealistically, where, oh man, this is going to, you know, I hope this happens exactly the way we want it to. <clears throat> and then there's realism. And I feel like in the beginning of business, especially if you're, you know, Ray's got some good morals, good values, and you think that everyone should operate that same way, and you find out in the game of business, no one gives a shit, um, you realize that that's more realistic. That's the real world, like you just said. 
And in our idealistic world, everyone plays fair, right? Everyone, no, we have evil, evil play, uh, even playing fields to operate on. And we all have the same opportunity to be successful. But you and I both know that is nowhere near cl- true because how many deals get done on the golf course in the country club that certain people can't even get into. So it's not, <laughs> it'd be nice to say that we're just here all on merit, but it's also a lot of who you know too. And that's the real world. Yeah. You can't forget that business is a sport. Contact sport at that. Yeah. And you look at the Patriots, they won and there's some, you know, what's the right word? Some controversial things that they did, but fuck, if you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. I don't necessarily agree with that. (laughs) Chill out. But the point I'm trying to make is it it could be ruthless, right? And the first few years in business, you were hundred percent right. I grew up with handshake agreements. I grew up trusting people. I didn't fuck people over. They didn't fuck me over. So why would that happen in business? However, it's completely different in business, right? So if you're new in business, uh, I would highly recommend one, never do anything over a handshake agreement. Like everything has to be ironed out in writing before you execute. And that was a mistake that I've done before is just spitting on my hand and, you know, shaking their hand, right? Not scouts honor, right? Scouts honor. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm just exaggerating guys, but you get where I'm going is you, you, you can't operate that way, right? You, you have to be buttoned up and you can't just fly by the seat of your pants because you're, you're running a business and a business is a serious thing. Your customers rely on you. Your employees rely on you. So, you know, what's another interesting topic he taught is at what point, so you're dealing with somebody and you're thinking about being in business with them, doing some kind of partnership with them, right? Just doing some kind of activity with them on an entrepreneurship level. And you personally haven't had a bad experience with them. And your close circle really hasn't had a bad experience with them, but you hear kind of some rumblings in the ecosystem out there, the world that this person has rubbed people the wrong way, right? One, you're not going to please everybody, right? So it's, I already know not a hundred percent of people like me, right? Not a hundred percent of the people like you who's listening to this. It's impossible to have that happen. But at, at what point do you pull back from a relationship when you're looking around, you're just like, man, it's just, it just doesn't smell right. It, you don't pass the sniff test. Reputation matters. Brands are built off of reputation. The reason why I have an Apple iPhone in my pocket, a MacBook in my backpack, and some AirPods at home is reputation. I know that they give deliver a product that I know, like, and trust. And if they if I don't like it, I send it back to them. They got an Apple Store. Everything is very, very on point. Reputation matters. I can also go get some Bluetooth headphones that look just like AirPods from the guy at the swap meet. And if they go bad a week later, who am I to blame? If the reputation, if I went to the swap meet, you know I'm getting some knockoffs. Reputation matters. So after a while, when there's a reason why shit doesn't smell good. You know, if when there is smoke, there most, more than likely is a fire. So... When it does start to smell foul, when you see something awry, understand that reputation does matter. You may not have experienced it directly to yourself. Um, Like what? Bernie Madoff, for example. A lot of people made money on Bernie Madoff, but a lot of people got burnt too. You know, so 
reputation matters. After a while, when everyone says they can't, they can't pay their debts, you got to start thinking differently. Yeah. And, and I like that answer because on the flip side, maybe you're thinking about getting into business with somebody and you know, someone that knows someone that knows someone that had a bad experience with them. That person that had a bad experience with Bob, let's just say it could be 100% the person's fault, not Bob's fault, right? Bob yep. could have been like Apple delivered a great product, a great experience, but the customer just was someone you can't please. We've all dealt with that. One of those customers, right? <laughs> it could be that situation. So what I encourage you to do is ask Bob about that. Hey, Bob, I heard this, this, and this happened. I know there's two sides of every story. How, what happened, right? And one thing I've learned in the short amount of time that I've been in business is everything has to add up, right? The dots have to get connected. You have to be a detective. If the clues are not adding up and there's a piece missing, it's hard to run a business and make decisions when you're missing information, Right. So how can you get that last piece and the response that you get from that person, it has to add up. And if it doesn't add up, you know what you have to do. And that's not an easy decision. Yeah. I mean, break it up is never, never easy, but this is why we do this podcast this is why we provide values to help you filter the bullshit. You have to filter the bullshit in every aspect of your life because your time is the only thing that you cannot get back. So how you allocate your time, your focus, your energy, your attention, that's ultimately where you're going to end up at. And that's why I'm trying to be in the real world. I'm trying to be in the real world to make real smart decisions. And that's why I cannot and I will not take everyone's word for it. That's why we say don't just j dive into anything. You know, you don't want to dive into anything when it comes to um, something new, uh, especially if the reputation is not there behind it, track record of proven um, skill set. Those things matter in business. Maybe trying to meet somebody new in the real world just as a friend, run, stumble into a bar and, and you bump elbows with somebody, it's different. But when we're talking about business, money, there's a reason why this is a dirty game. So if you're going to play it, at least play it right and don't act like you don't know. Yeah. Trust, but verify. I mean, that's, that's really what, what you were saying earlier. And I like what you said earlier about as well, having confidants and other people, a part of the decision-making process. That was something that has definitely helped me over the last few years, right? Getting you guys more involved with, Hey, this is where we're at. This is the mission. These are some of the risks that I'm seeing. Oh shit, I missed some of the risks. You you guys see other risks? Damn, I didn't even see those bombs. I didn't even see that sniper chilling right there. How do we get from point A to point B? Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of times it's hard to be transparent and vulnerable like that because you don't want to appear weak, but you're trying to win, right? That's why you're in business. Exactly. So the real world the fake world, you know, you could lie and that's mostly idealism or you could tell the truth and that's the real world. And that's why we're in business. You know, like you, you operate to give value, operate to provide impact. And ultimately that's what is the reason why you're successful or not in business. So when we're talking about these, uh, you know, ways that we've had partnerships, investments, client agreements, all things that you make lessons and make mistakes on, it's all to get to the end point of success. And these are just those trial and tribulations until like, you know, I forgot which guest said it last week. Um, so I'm going to butcher it. But until you stop, you haven't failed. So until, unless you accept this as your defeat, we haven't failed. So that's 
kind of the message I want to come across when you're filtering this bullshit is that there is going to be a time when you've, you you're going to get screwed over or someone's going to try to. And there's going to be a lot of other successful times as well. So don't get jaded off of the times that are inevitable. It's a part of the game. Yeah. And if you don't learn the lesson, that problem's going to keep showing up. And it's not even a problem. It's you being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking from experience, right? Because what's that, that saying? Fool me once. <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Right. And the problems are going to keep showing up in business. And it just comes down to learning that lesson and being able to do something different because it's going to come up again. Yeah, it's inevitable. So, I mean, I, we don't have to beat the dead horse. Like, that's really the the point. Like, you you have to, have to, have to filter the bullshit. You have to be in the real world. You have to have people around you that can help out with these decision-making processes because your brain is already thinking one way, whether it's you haven't been fucked over or you already have, you're biased either way. So bring another person into it so you can help make a better decision. And that's ultimately what's going to help you win. Yeah. And just because you've been screwed over doesn't mean everyone out there is there to screw you over. Right. There are some good people out there. Right. It just takes, like you said, filtering through the bullshit and and sifting through those people. So um, guys, this is going to be a short, sweet, to the point kind of podcast. And uh, again, as always, it means a lot to Keita and I. Share this with a friend. Shout us out on social media. And uh, give us a review, five stars if you have not already. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace.